0: 1980s, something special happened. Not to me at first, but to my sister. She had gone on a trip to New Mexico, her first time ever being there, and she happened to be there while they were filming the movie Twins. Arnold Schwarzenegger is still a pretty big deal, but in the 80s, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a huge deal, and his films were a big hit amongst my friends, and the fact that my sister had seen him was a huge coup for me, which is strange, because there's certainly a degree of separation between me and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and many degrees of separation between my sister and Arnold Schwarzenegger, because she just saw them filming. She didn't get to talk to anybody, but she did something that no one in my family had ever done before, and something that I got to show off to a lot of my friends. She took photos. They were filming in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and they're trying on their new suits. It's a scene in the film. And they're walking across the street, and my sister was there watching them in the distance and snapping some photos. And after she told me the story, and then told me that there would be photographs, I couldn't wait to see them. I think I pushed her to get them developed as soon as possible, which she did. Arnold and Danny DeVito were recognizable, but they were pretty far in the distance. Still, once everyone saw the movie, it was very recognizable because they're wearing these suits. Just a couple of years ago, I got to go to Santa Fe myself, and I went to the exact same spot where my sister had been, where they had walked across the road, and I still found it a little thrilling. I feel like my family had a very small connection to the production of this film, and when I watched it, whenever I would see that scene, I would think about those photos my sister took, and it made the film just a bit more special. So on today's show, I'd like to talk to you about the late 1980s hit comedy, Twins. We'll talk about the people in front of and behind the camera, i will talk about its production, its reception, its music, and we'll throw in a few surprises here and there. We have an info-packed episode ahead of us, so without further ado, let's start the show. Twins is a film that as soon as I was able to get it on VHS, I picked it up. So let me read to you from the back of the box, this MCA home video recording of it. It's a color movie, one hour and 47 minutes. Superstars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito team up for twice the laughs in this hilarious box office blockbuster from director Ivan Reitman, Ghostbusters. An ambitious genetic experiment takes the wrong turn when twins, who look nothing alike, are born and then separated. Years later, the unlikely siblings meet. Julius, a highly educated but sheltered giant with a big heart, and Vincent, a pint-sized hustler with an insatiable lust for women and money. With girlfriends in tow and a hitman on their tail, the Newfound Brothers set off on a wild cross-country misadventure to find their mother, but end up finding out more about themselves. While the box is great, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail detail on the plot of the film. Vincent and Julius Benedict are twin brothers. Vincent is played by Danny DeVito and Julius by Arnold Schwarzenegger. They are the result of a secret experiment carried out where the DNA of six men are used to produce the perfect child. But something happens unexpectedly. The embryo split and the twins were born. The mother, Marianne Benedict, played by Bonnie Bartlett, is told that the twins have died and she moves on with her life. Vincent, the unwanted twin, is placed in an orphanage. There he just gets into trouble and eventually runs away, becoming a small-time criminal. Julius is taken to a South Pacific island. There he is raised with everything he could possibly want, lots of study, lots of physical training. They don't know that each other exists. But, on Julius's 35th birthday, he learns that he has a brother, and he decides he's gonna go and find his brother. And he gets on a rowboat, then on a plane, where he sings Yakety Yak. He eventually finds his brother in jail. He gets him out. He finds out that his brother's in trouble. He also finds out that his brother has a girlfriend, Linda Mason, played by Chloe Webb, who has a sister, Marnie Mason, played by Kelly Preston, who will become his love interest. Eventually, Julius convinces Vincent that they're brothers. He also helps save him from some pretty bad characters who are out to give. Get him. Meanwhile, Vincent has stolen a Cadillac, and in it is a prototype fuel injector that was supposed to be delivered to a wealthy industrialist named Beetroot McKinley, which is a great name. It was supposed to be delivered by somebody named Mr. Webster, who is a bad character. But Vincent figures this thing's valuable. He calls Beetroot. Beetroot says, "You deliver it to me, I'll give you the 5 million dollars it's worth." What happens next is Vincent's going to drive to Texas. Julius and Marnie and Linda decide to tag along. They stop in Santa Fe, hoping to find their mother, but they're told she's dead. This destroys Vincent, and he abandons Julius and the sisters in New Mexico heads to Houston. Everything goes wrong there because Mr. Webster wants that money and he's willing to kill whoever he needs to to get it. Luckily, Julius never gives up on him and he has that magical twin thing that draws him to him Eventually, he rescues him, they defeat Webster, Vincent absconds with some of the money, and they get a reward still, which they use to pay off Vincent's debt, and they go into business with each other. Their mother, learning that they are, in fact, her children, she had thought they weren't. Now, they thought their mother was dead, but she wasn't really. She was at this colony that they had visited and lied because she thought her children were dead and she thought they were real estate speculators, and she sees this thing in the paper and realizes, oh my, my boys are alive. She goes to see them, and they're very happy to see her. Happy ending for everyone. That's a rambling plotline of the film, but I think pretty accurate. It's really carried by the fact that you have some amazing actors in the film, starting with two really big stars of the day. One in the form of Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger who played Julius Benedict. Arnold Schwarzenegger was born in 1947 in Austria, moved to America. He became a very successful bodybuilder, then was a politician, becoming the 38th governor of California. He's done pretty well for himself, starring in a slew of films working before Conan the Barbarian in 82, but that was his big breakthrough. And then he would go on to do things like the Terminator films, The Running Man, Commando, Predator, Red Heat, True Lies, Total Recall, Jingle All the Way, Junior, Kindergarten Cop, just a tremendous number of films. Now, Arnold is a giant, muscular oak of a man. And then you have a more diminutive brother in the form of Danny DeVito, who played Vincent Benedict. Daniel Michael DeVito Jr. was born in 1944 from the great state of New Jersey. He's an actor. His big breakthrough was as the dispatcher, Louis De Palma, on the television series Taxi. It was on that show that he won a Golden Globe on TV. He continues to work today on the FX series It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. While he's done pretty well on television, he's done equally amazing work in film. Starting back in 75, he was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Then Terms of Endearment, Romancing the Stone, Throw Mama from the Train, Batman Returns, Get Shorty, L.A. Confidential, Big Fish, The Lorax, and many more. He's not only a successful actor, but he founded a very successful film production company called Jersey Films. They produce films like Pulp Fiction and Garden State. Kelly Preston played Marnie Mason, who would eventually be Julius' girlfriend. Kelly Preston was born Kelly Smith, appeared in over 60 film and television productions, including Jerry Maguire, Twins, and For the Love of the Game. Vincent's girlfriend, Marnie's sister, was played by Chloe Webb. Webb was born in 1956, probably best known for Twins and for a role in the film Sid and Nancy. She was also on the show China Beach, and had a recurring role on the Showtime series Shameless. Bonnie Bartlett played Marianne Benedict, the biological mother of these twins. Bartlett was born in 1929, worked for over seven decades. Growing up, I knew her for her work on the television series Little House on the Prairie, but she was also on the medical drama St. Elsewhere, where she starred opposite her real-life husband, actor William Daniels, who played her fictional husband on the show. And they would both win Emmys on the same night in 1986 and they would be the first married couple to do this in over 20 years if you're thinking oh I know William Daniels what's he from he's from St. Elsewhere he's also the voice of Kit on Knight Rider and he played George Feeney in Boy Meets World great and interesting voice He's great in the movie 1776. So you have some great people in front of the camera. You also have some great people behind the camera. The film was written by William Davis, or William Davies. He is a producer and screenwriter, wrote films like Twins, Johnny English, The Real McCoy, How to Train Your Dragon, Puss in Boots, and most recently, Lyle Lyle Crocodile. He is not the only one credited with writing this film. This seems to be the case with a lot of comedies. People are brought in to punch things up. Also in the credits is Timothy Hyde Harris, say screenwriter and producer as well, born in 1946. William Osborne, who was born in 1960, also gets a credit. This might not be his biggest film, though. He also worked on GoldenEye. And finally, Herschel Weingrod, who was born in 1947. He has written and co-written a couple of other films that involve Schwarzenegger. He works a lot with Timothy Harris, and together they worked on films like Trading Places, Twins, Space Jam, and Kindergarten Cop. The film was directed by Ivan Reitman. Reitman was born in 1946. He passed away in February of 2022. He's probably best known for his comedy work starting in the late 70s, going through to the 90s. He directed films like Meatballs, Ghostbusters, Stripes, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, Dave, Junior. So a lot of great films. He was also a producer of comedies like Space Jam, Animal House, and Private Parts. Are you a fan of the Retro's podcast? Do you like more retro stuff? why not check out the Retroist Patreon? Go to patreon.com Retroist. Supporters of the show get bonus episodes, bonus tracks, bonus scans, access to the Retroist Discord, and more. Feel good about yourself and make a difference in the world. Support the Retroist. The film would go through some name changes when they started it. It had two that were dropped. One was called The Experiment, and the other was Brothers. For various reasons, they thought neither of those were very catchy or good and... Eventually, they settled on twins. The big deal about this film at the time, and the thing that most people were talking about, was the fact that Schwarzenegger was in it, and it was going to be a comedy, which was a big risk for him, because he could just make another very profitable action movie. Instead, he decided he wanted to stretch himself, and he would take no salary. Instead, he was in for a share of the film's profits. He wasn't the only one. Reitman and DeVito would do similar things. And since the film was a major hit, they did pretty well for themselves. Some have said that Schwarzenegger made as much as $35 million on this film, and would make more money on Twins than any of his Terminator movies. As you might guess, since this was a big hit, Schwarzenegger got offered a lot of comedies after this. The film was shot between April 1988 and August of 1988, so a decent summer shooting schedule, which if you're watching the film, you'll notice that there is a poster for the film Willow in it, which explains why that would be there. That fits well within that window, which was released in May of 88. The film was shot a lot in California, where the film starts, and then they start traveling down through the Southwest, going to places like Taos, New Mexico, and Santa Fe. As with most films, you can go online and see the shooting locations if you're ever in New Mexico or in LA some of the locations are still available I was pretty excited when I was in New Mexico I not only visited the Rio Grande Gorge Bridge near where they stopped and the plaza in Santa Fe I also visited Los Alamos The film has a good score and some fun pop music in it. The original music score was composed by George Delarue and Randy Edelman. Edelman would work with Reitman on multiple films. This would be Delarue's only collaboration with him. George Delarue was born in 1925. He passed away in 1992. A French composer, he would create over 350 scores for television and film. The French newspaper called him the Mozart of Cinema. I mentioned Delarue in my Something Wicked This Way Comes podcast. His score for that was not used, but it is available if you would like to hear it. Randy Edelman was born in 1947. He's also from the great state of New Jersey. He's a musician, composer, producer, not referred to as the Mozart of Cinema, but maybe New Jersey's Mozart of Cinema. He would work on Broadway as a musician, but then become a producer for artists like Barry Manilow and the Carpenters, but he's probably best known for his work on comedy films, working with Reitman. He would work on Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop, Beethoven, The Mask, Dragonheart, Daylight, Triple X, he would also write the theme for the TV series MacGyver, which is a great piece of music. The soundtrack for the film, which has music related to it, was released on vinyl, CD, and cassette. Unfortunately, the score for the film has not yet been released. The music used in the film, and there's some fun ones in it, you have a remix of Yakity Yak by Two Live Crew, the song Twins with Philip Bailey and Little Richard, which I adore. Whenever I watch this film, I can't help but sing the twins song and if you are a twin i apologize if i see you on the street with your twin i will maybe under my breath sing the twin song but i'm sure that's much more acceptable than singing the double mint gum song which i'm sure a lot of twins get all the time i will also sing brother to brother by the spinners when i'm watching this film I'd Die for This Dance, which is used in a dance scene, very romantic. Turtle Shoes by Bobby McFerrin and Herbie Hancock. It's Too Late by Niobe. Green Onions, performed this time by Jeff Beck, Terry Bazio, Tony Hymus, and Peter Richardson. And then The Stumble and The Train Kept a-Rollin' by pretty much those same people, although Terry Bazio is not in The Train Kept a-Rollin'. And then finally, I Only Have Eyes for You, in this film performed by Marilyn Scott. That song, Twins, would actually hit the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 89, peaking at number 82. This is Benson. I'm grouchy in the afternoon. I'm moody at night. I'm, like, miserable. Your vehicle's in a handicap zone. So do I look normal to you? And this is Julius. I'm your twin brother. Oh, obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. Only their mother can tell them apart. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are twins. Way to go, Mom. From Ivan Reichman, rated PG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. The film was a hit. It opened at number one, earning $11 million on its opening weekend, and it would stay in the top spot for two weekends, eventually grossing $112 domestically, making it the fifth biggest grossing film in the United States in 1988. It would eventually go on to gross $216 million worldwide. Needless to say, this success would spawn other comedies. Reitman and Schwarzenegger would team up again for Kindergarten Cop, and then again for Junior in 1994. That one also had Danny DeVito in it. I went and looked up my local paper from the time this film was released, and I'm going to look at my favorite movie critic at the time, Lou Luminick, who was reviewing the film, and he gave it three stars, so this is pretty positive for Lou. He said, Twins offers a lot of laughs. And he says, really, that Schwarzenegger and DeVito make this thing work. While other characters are decently supportive, Reitman wisely relies on the two stars to deliver the goods. In the review, there is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in the plaza where my sister took the photo. It's a much better photo, much closer. More of a shot from the film than a photo, but it looks really good. What I like about this review is Luminick says that this film is a gimmick film. It's high concept, where the idea of the film can be described in one sentence, hopefully in the title of the film itself. And that's what this film does. But because they brought in some talented people who are really going for it, it's not your normal, everyday, high concept film and he drives this home by comparing it to another film that came out around the same time. My Stepmother is an Alien with Kim Basinger and Dan Aykroyd, which he did not like and if I'm comparing the two Twins is a lot better of a film but My Stepmother is an Alien has some funny stuff in it. So I also happened to have the film listing from the time, from my town. The fourplex had sadly closed by this time, but we had replaced it with two other movie theaters. We had a sixplex and an eightplex. The sixplex was showing Scrooged, Naked Gun, Cocoon 2, Tequila Sunrise, Twins, and Oliver and Company. And at the eightplex, you had Night of the Demons, Ernest Saves Christmas, My Stepmother is an Alien, Madame Sozatska, Child's Play, The Accused, Everybody's All-American, and The Land Before Time. So you had quite a lot of good stuff to choose from. Of all these films, Twins is by far my favorite of all the ones they list there, although I'm a big fan of The Naked Gun and Scrooged, as well as Night of the Demons and Child's Play. So lots to choose from and lots of things that I probably went and saw. I did not see Madame Sozatsuka. Still haven't. Twins is represented pretty well on the page here. It takes up about a quarter of the page. It's not the biggest ad in this listing. That would probably be Scrooged and Naked Gun but pretty large. Some good call-out quotes, things like Twins Delivers, Twice the Fun, Twice the Action, The Dynamic Duo of the Decade. All very well-deserved positive things. There was a big advertisement because not too far away from where I lived, they were going to be opening a Lowe's 10. Now, I wouldn't get to go there until I could drive myself, but that was opening, and it looked modern and futuristic and huge. Compared to our eightplex. it even seemed much bigger. They have a 1,000-seat theater and space-age computers that control temperatures. They were also showing twins there, but sadly, I didn't get to go there. Lou Luminick was pretty positive about the film, and so were other people. Roger Ebert liked the film, saying it had some big laughs and warm goofiness. The New York Times gave it a negative review, although he does say that Danny DeVito carries the film and refers to Arnold Schwarzenegger as dead weight in the film, which I think is wrong. On modern aggregator sites, the reviews are quite mixed, which is very surprising to me, because I think it's a pretty great film, and I'm surprised that other people just don't see that. So this was a big hit in 88. And so, of course, many decades later, they decided that maybe it's time to finally do that sequel. And in 2012, it was announced that they were going to do a film called Triplets, where they discover they have a third brother that would be played by Eddie Murphy. People would talk about that and then stop talking about that. Not a lot of details were released about how Murphy was going to come into it, but everybody seemed to agree that he would be. But because they kept delaying and delaying, we'd get up to 2021, and they announced that it was going to start filming in 2022, with Reitman directing, and Eddie Murphy was out and going to be replaced with Tracy Morgan. When Ivan Reitman died, it seems that the film might have died as well, and it's not clear if they're ever going to make a Twins 2 or Triplets, and maybe that's probably for the best. Twins is a late 80s film that shows the range of Arnold Schwarzenegger and the star power of Danny DeVito. On paper, it seems very silly, but because of those two actors and good direction by Reitman and a solid supporting cast, they pull it off and this film became a hit. For people who like the film, whenever it's on, it's hard for them to stop watching it. And I'm one of those people. So if you haven't seen the film and you're looking for a laugh or if you haven't seen it for a long time, why not check it out? It's Schwarzenegger at the start of his comedy career, DeVito really coming into his own, and that combo makes for a great film. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, you can drop by the website at Retroist.com. You can follow me on social media. You can usually find me at Retroist, wherever you happen to use social media. If you're interested more in reviewer Lou Luminick, he is on Twitter. You can find him as Trapped by Television at Lou Luminick. The music you hear on the show is by Peachy. If you like what you hear, you should follow Peachy on Twitter and Twitch. He's at Peachy pixel 8. That's the word Peachy, the word Pixel, and the number 8. Thanks to everyone who's been supporting the show if you'd like to help support the show you could do so by giving the show a five-star review wherever you download it it's really the five-star reviews that help people find the show nowadays so so if you could i really would appreciate it you can also support the show through patreon i'm at patreon.com retroist for just a couple of bucks a month supporters of the show get bonus episodes bonus scans and access to the retroist discord the retroist clubhouse the coolest retro community on discord thanks to everyone for listening to the show and i hope you have a great weekend That's how it is. Twins. 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 When you're twins. Twins. This has been a Retroist production. Goodbye.